to Avatar with Academics. I am Sam Mulberry, and I have never watched Avatar The Last Airbender, but I just watched The Last Airbender, which is the live-action movie version of of Avatar The Last Airbender. And I am joined today by... Annie Berglund, who unfortunately has now watched The Last Airbender 2010, twice in my lifetime. And we are also joined by a third guest uh, who who is... Joined with me in marriage, Mike Vangstad. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike just joined us for, we, we actually went to the biggest classroom at Bethel. We put it up on the big screen and we just watched uh, The Last Airbender, the yep. M. Night Shyamalan movie. I will say, if you haven't seen this movie um, and you don't value your time, <laughs> it is on Netflix. <laughs> so you could watch it before we before you listen to this conversation because if you have Netflix, you can watch it for free. Yeah. And uh, we're going to dive into this. We're going to spoil this movie, and which doesn't really matter. But we're also going to spoil season one of Avatar: The Last Airbender, the TV show, because the movie sort of charts with with pretty directly yeah. with season one. I mean, it spoils and ruins. Yes, yeah, spoils in all the meaning of the word spoil. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably watch the show first. Yeah. If oh you, if yeah. If you care enough. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. If you just have like the ninety minutes lying around. <laughs> yeah. Check out the movie. <laughs> so. We just watched this. Uh, Mike, had you seen this before? I have seen the back half of this film probably around 2010. Okay. That, when it came that's out? That's when it came out? Yeah. Yeah, so I saw that. And I had never even watched the show before. And I sat down with my whole family. It was around Christmas to watch this film. How did this get picked? I don't... It was well, It was a Christmas gift. I think it was a bad okay. Christmas gift oh, no. to my little sister, actually. <laughs> Oh. And so yeah, they started it and it was terrible. So there's a lot of fast forwarding. Like even like the family usually watches terrible films. True. But this yes, one true. is a bridge too far. This one I said no to. <laughs> so yeah, I only saw that back half and just part of it. And Annie, did you see this? Did you, did you see this in the theaters? No, I sat okay. down with uh, family in the living And I was the only one who had watched it. So none of, no one in my family really had any context. And we all agreed it was a waste of time. It was a waste of the holiday spirit. I think it was around Christmas time as well wow. because we were all we also choose terrible Christmas movies or whatever movies to watch during Christmas time. Well, I will say I watched this for the first time on December seventeenth, twenty twenty, with a kind of family. So it was around the Christmas season. What are our, what are your first impressions watching this today? Now, Mike, this is the first time you've seen it since have, since having seen Avatar: The Last Airbender, the show, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I just got into the show this year okay. as well. Um, yeah. Initial reactions of the film? Yeah. Uh, it was pretty rough. <laughs> That's, they they tried to do a lot. And mm-hmm. so, like, fitting an entire season of a show into a movie is probably a tough task. It's funny you say that because I felt like, I totally agree. I felt like this was a movie that was simultaneously in a hurry. Yes. And boring. Yeah. It was exhausting to watch them try to do that. Yeah. I felt one of the notes that I put was... um they they try to narrate too much mm-hmm. and then that cut into the dialogue cut into like character building there i did not care about anybody yeah and that's usually a sign usually a lot of um excessive narration or voiceover is an editing problem so they're like how do we piece this together <laughs> so they just throw a bunch of voiceover and this is a movie Filled with voiceover and filled with exposition. People just like oh. telling, just, okay, I'm going to tell this whole story apropos of nothing. And, yes. you know, just to sort of push the 
push the uh, the story along. Yeah, the initial grandma scene where she just dives into like the oh. spirit world exposition is where I marked down like this is how this Man, movie is going to go. Look, I love grandmas, but it was actually like sitting down and listening to a grandma talk about something that you don't want to hear in that moment, like as a child, you and, know. And these people live in a barren, snowy, icy like landscape and she's never bothered to tell them this before yeah Yeah. what else are you doing with your time right right like this is your grandma oh whatever there's so much i'm angry about um we we have one of the questions list the crimes this movie committed yes let's dive right into that i have four listed how many do you guys have oh no i didn't count Oh, it's at least 50. <laughs> it actually, I've moved into the section of what does the movie do, right? Just because I ran out of space. All right, let, let's just let's just have you guys ping pong back and forth with uh, with crime. So I'll have Mike, you can go first. Throw a crime out there. Mm. Why does, how about Annie goes first? Because mine's so out of order. Okay. okay. Spacing. Okay. Let me make heads yep. or tails of it. One I already listed was I don't care about anyone. So that's that seemed like a crime, right? Like if you're watching an entire hour and a half and you don't care Ong Ang dies. <laughs> okay, let's well, let's just start. <laughs> okay, yeah. There. Okay, yeah. <laughs> my my initial gripe was definitely the changing of the pronunciations of almost everything. Of unnecessary. Almost, uh, yeah, totally unnecessary. It's just like, why was that decision made? It makes you wonder if anyone who is a part of this film actually watched the show. Right, and the the crazy thing is, the source material for this movie is not a book, is not a comic book. It is it's a show that has an audio element to it. There are proper pronunciations for. <laughs> All of these things. Yes. In the first sentence of the movie, we hear the word avatar. Oh, my <laughs> Spoken. <God. sighs> so strange. It was yeah. a cringe moment every time it was said. And they would keep going between avatar and avatar. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. And even within characters would say it yeah. both ways. Even the, char- even the actors were like, this is wrong. <laughs> It's just such a weird thing to do because it's going to bother people the entire movie if they've seen the show. And the only people who are watching this movie are people who have seen the show because otherwise, if you don't have that context, you're watching this. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like when you try to watch a Harry Potter movie, like you can get lost in it because there's so much that you need to know before watching. So let's go through the names that were clearly mispronounced. Oh, my God. Uh, Or or actually, okay, ones that Katara was always pronounced correctly, I believe. believe. Zuko as well. Zuko. Zhao. Yeah. Uh, Ozai. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be it. Appa. Oh, yeah. Appa. Oh, yeah, Appa and, and Momo. Yeah, yeah. I expected Appa. Yeah. I did too. What's funny is in the first couple episodes of Avatar with Academics, I committed a lot of these crimes, but I learned that there are proper pronunciations. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't think Sokka is ever said correctly. No. He is Soka in mm-hmm. this movie. Yep. Right? Um, Ong? <sighs> yep. <laughs> The yeah. main character, who is clearly named Aang. Yeah. It's... And then every... The other part that was frustrating with Aang is that every time he spoke, he always started his dialogue with, Hi, my name is Ong. Every time. Yeah. So every time he's on the screen, you're like, I'm going to hear it. I'm going to hear him say his own name wrong. Oh, yeah. He did that a bunch. Yeah. That's all his lines were. Hi, my name is Ong. I am an avatar. <laughs> there was there there was one great sentence where they they it was a short sentence that had both Ong and and Avatar in it and it was oh, it was great. No. <laughs> That's going to be my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was my first crime. I think we all agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy Guilty fix. as charged. Yeah. <sighs> okay, the other one that's another very obvious issue is representation. Yes. The o- 
we were talking with it. We had an interview um, yesterday with Alice and she mentioned, I don't know if it was on air or off air, the fact that in the movie, all of the main characters for the most part are white, um, except for Zuko and the Fire Nation is like South Asian mm-hmm. of South Asian descent. And but villagers, common people, that's where you see representation. Right. And it feels really uncomfortable. Yeah, it was really strange. Yeah. So like starting with the water tribe, I mean the the people of the water tribe, with the exception of Katara, Sokka, and Grand Grand, who's not called Grand Grand, um, <laughs> they're so clearly like white white. Yes. But everybody else looks Inuit. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how they should look. Yeah. It, it, so, so it's just a strange choice, especially when you consider that the the writer, producer, director of this movie is a person of color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really – it's just a strange choice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, – Alice was also saying, like, there is so little representation that when you have characters that are actually meant to – be of a certain ethnicity or race and then you whitewash them that's like such a crime because mm-hmm. it's like it's like a double crime right? yes it truly is so frustrating um so that was another big crime i think that's probably the most important one to yeah me. yeah i think that has to be that absolutely has to be said i just don't understand like even like in the show like the different cultures is like a big deal yeah so it just it doesn't make any sense. Well, especially because this is a global property. So um, just so this movie um, cost 150 million dollars to make, and it made, I think I think this is right. It made uh, 130 million in the U.S., but it made 310 million worldwide, which means most of its box office most of its box office is global box office, which is true for a lot of big blockbuster mm-hmm. movies. But so this isn't even something that made most of its money in America where you would expect to see that whitewashing. Yeah. yeah. Like it, that, is, that e- even more so doesn't make sense. Yeah. Man, what a disappointment. Yeah, I feel like the way they pronounced everything, like they were trying to make it seem more like cultural and less like the way an American would say like Aang. But then to whitewash all the characters too, it's just like... Yeah. It's like they're trying in some places and then glaringly not trying in others. Yep. Yeah. So that's the big. I mean, that's the big crime of this movie. Now we. Now that we've said that, we can nitpick like much, mm-hmm. much more petty uh, grievances. I think. Okay, I have another one. Um, women do nothing at all. Yeah, that was big. On there was. <laughs> there was one point. We're in the Northern Water Kingdom. It's towards the end, and Katara comes on the screen, and I have a mic quote. He said, "I forgot Ta- Katara was in this movie." He like, literally forgot. <laughs> they took all of, pretty much like all of her big scenes and just gave them to Ong. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. this movie. Yeah. I would say the, the one that jumped out at me, and I think Mike, you even made a comment about this, was there's so many episodes that they don't touch, which is totally fine. Yeah. It's an hour they and a half, time. two hour movie. They don't yeah. have time. They did a mini, mini version of the episode Imprisoned. Mm-hmm. But as you said, I mean, Imprisoned is a episode about how Katara is hope, right? She's the one leading this uprising and they just, they actually did the scene, but instead they made it angry. Well, that, yeah, they did quite a few of these scenes where like, it was obviously a callback to a whole episode, but they just changed characters and it just makes you ask like, why did you do it? All the characters are present. Yeah. 
to do it like as the show did it. Well, and I think it's because they realize we don't have time to develop yeah. characters. Right. But that's 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 not a that's not an that's not an excuse. It's a it's an explanation, but it's not an excuse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Except they absolutely had time to <laughs> well, to character build. Yeah. Because they put too much time in other things, which is going to be later on in the episode when we talk about ways this could have been better. I have a lot listed. Okay. All right. All right. Any other? Let's get more crimes out yeah. here. Yeah. Mike, a crime? Oh I just have so many. Just pick one. Um, the Iro test I just put was dumb. <laughs> Wait, what's the... Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. When um, they were trying to see if the av- if Aang was the avatar. Sorry. Ong was the avatar. And they put like a rock on a table. Yeah. And a puddle of water. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, what are you going to do with it? And he moved it. The yeah. whole thing where it was like they tried to build this mystery on is Ong the Avatar, that was never present in the TV show. Yeah. They yeah. knew. Yeah. Why add stuff? Why add that? Yeah. yeah. The, everyone knew right away, oh, he's an airbender. He's got these arrow tattoos. Probably going to be the Avatar. Yeah. Now, an inter- another thing that I found kind of interesting was <clears throat> in the show, we know Aang is the Avatar because he displays at moments this unbelievable power. We on uh, we often talk about undefeated Aang that he just like like in a in a confrontation he instantly knows how to hold his own. And I feel like we didn't even get that in this. We mm-hmm. didn't get a sense of his power. We saw him struggle to to water bend. We saw him, you know, where it's like actually the fact of the matter is, is Aang doesn't struggle. That's that's actually his character. Yeah, is, that's on here for me yeah, too. Yeah, is, is he supposed to be raw raw power? We see these little moments of it, but it seems like like they missed that part of the of the source. Well, they like they so another crime is they basically wrote out the spirit world, right? Like they had it, <laughs> but they didn't do anything with it. They, what's interesting, though, is they spent almost as much time with the spirit world as season one of the show, but they didn't do anything with right. it. Right. And yeah. it's like, you. so um, so they they couldn't have Aang be good at things, I think, because they wanted the moral of the story I wrote down is don't bottle up your emotions. That's literally like the moral, right? Because Aang the whole time is like, I can't waterbend because I'm sad. And I haven't acknowledged <laughs> that I'm sad. Right? Well, I mean, the dragon tells him that. Well, yeah, the, right. during the dragon therapy session at yeah. the end, yes. <laughs> okay, another thing, uh, the dragon shouldn't be talking to Aang. Where's Roku? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole time I was waiting, like, well, when's Roku going to show up here? They even have a statue of him. It's like, that is, that is Roku's dragon. Yes. Why not just have Roku there? Yeah, that, yeah. The voice actor for him could have just been Roku. Would have worked great, yeah. What is his name? John Noble from Lord of the Rings. Like, it would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great voice for it. But no, they... They so they actually out. spent more money to animate this dragon instead of just having, you know, Force Ghost, Roku, John Noble. That would have been better. That's yeah. like a whole thing of this movie, too. It's like I feel like they put a lot of money into cinematography, a lot of money into the score, into the costumes, which turned out really cool. But then the story itself is like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. Any other crimes? Oh, boy. Um, hmm. Well, we talked about the prison scene. <laughs> the I didn't the bending in the movie is very slow and labored. Yeah. Which I like originally I was kinda like, uh, all right, it's this artistic choice perhaps, but it just it's too slow and too labored. It feels like there's a lot of choreographed yes. dance to yes. get some stuff to float in the air and then you're like, Okay, well now what? Yeah. And right. when when 
it, it should be more of the the dance is with the objects moving exactly. not to get them into the air yeah. yeah 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 and then it's like okay you're actually not powerful against like somebody who's skilled in martial arts could just take you out in the time it takes you to float that little bit of water right right yeah, yeah it's way too much dance for the lack of display and it's just not in the like the show they do the dance but it's always quick right and then the the bending is quick yeah it's one expect. or two cool gestures and all of a sudden mm-hmm. this thing is happening yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and clearly they have the ability to do that like movie making wise it's not like yeah. they couldn't figure out how to do it like this it was a choice yeah, yeah. and it was a strange one stupid yes. one <laughs> I think the theme of this movie is like strange choices yes for yeah. 90 minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's so the the whole firebending thing too. They totally change how firebending works because in the movie they have to have a source, which that's not present in the show. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't appear to be. I mean, it seems like they're just like somehow producing it yeah. out of their right. feet or out of their hands. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's. I mean, it's because they. They have to explain the ending without using the water spirit that they had too, right? Like they right. they need to explain it without really having the the spirit world there. i was so excited for the water spirit yeah at the like, end. this is the one thing they could do right yeah and every well, it's like they walked right up to it and then we're like no we're not gonna do that we're gonna have him just stand i have to say i got really bored by the end too i almost dozed off well, <laughs> I was like, this is really too long this is really boring yeah, yeah. yes agreed um well, did, is there anything the movie did right? Can I throw one more crime yeah, out yeah, there yeah. I, it, there's it, more it's a crime well there's there's plenty it's a oh. crime of omission but um and I realize you can only make this so long. So they visited certain places, but one character, because this is clearly meant to be part of a trilogy. Right. One character that I assume is important is we don't go to Amashu. We don't get Boomy. Oh, yeah. And Boomy is not only a fun, funny character, which I'd love to see in live action. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Without Boomy, you miss the mission statement. Yeah. Without Roku and without Boomy, you have nobody telling him the job of the Avatar. Right. So instead, you just have Katara like narrating it as if she somehow knows these things. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and and so I, I really, I really, that was really, really bugged me a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the movie plays this weird balance of like trying to set up the obvious sequels, but at the same time, like burning every bridge to make an appropriate sequel. Like, yeah. you know, Roku... No boomy. It, it's just, it played this weird middle ground where it was like, maybe this will have a sequel, maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't think it works well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, I also hated, it was interesting stuff that it's some of my favorite things in the actual show. I hated in this. I hated the blue spirit sequence. Oh. The hair. Yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> like the hair edition. Yeah. It's funny that that seems like a minor thing, but you're right. Like, yeah. like if, if they didn't do that, it would be like, this is kind of cool. The mask was good. Yeah. It's just the the hair. So distracting. And then they cut away from it. It it was just weird. So the whole scene on the bridge, I was like, I can get behind this. Like, mm-hmm. um, Aang brings up like a bunch of haze and clouds and whatever and, and obscures vision. And like, okay, this is fine. And then the soldiers get to the end of the bridge and there's no Aang, there's no blue spirit. And they're just like, oh, oopsie. And then they cut to another scene. Like there's no explanation of what happens. Right, well, and they they steal Aang's monologue, which is when I first watched the show, the Aang monologue to passed out Zuko was like pretty much where I was like, this show is awesome. I'm hooked. oh, like when they're in the forest, when they're in the forest, yeah. right yeah. after the scene, and like to take that monologue, but to throw in a bunch of these terrible exposition <laughs> monologues throughout the film, 
This is why. Right. And they and again they walked right up to it. When you yeah. saw when you saw them cut to them in the forest, you're like, okay, at least we're gonna yeah. get this. Here it comes. And then nope. yeah. Yep. And instead you have Aang saying like towards the end, he just turns around at Zuko's oh. like, We could have been friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well they did that a lot. They did like switching of scenes, which I thought was, you know, you gotta do it to make the movie. But some of them again were just why would you do this now when you set up the scene? Yeah. Right. To do it right. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So as you were as you were saying, Annie, we come not to not to bury Avatar, but to praise it. Is there anything this movie got right? It was it was pretty. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought I thought the I thought, lo- pretty. I thought the locations and sets were amazing. Mm-hmm. The number of times I went to a place and I'm like, oh, I have been there. Yeah, because the because the, the, the show is gorgeous. Yeah. Like and 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 they did a really nice job of of creating some of that stuff. But that was almost worse. It's almost mm-hmm. worse that it looks right. Yeah, because then when you see what happens being wrong, it, it's it's like it's slapping you twice. Like the air temple was beautiful, right? Yeah. And then they had like the northern and southern water temp- tribes were amazing too but i also felt like a crime <laughs> is that they collapsed the world a lot and they like they had these select couple really beautiful places but then everything in between it's like oh we just threw that in we didn't <laughs> we didn't have a beautiful setting for it right yeah i feel like another like own goal they scored on themselves the settings the sets were so cool except you know what wasn't cool was whenever you saw ozai in his palace yeah what oh, was yeah. that those are so cool on the show and it's not hard to make because it's just darkness and yeah. fire yeah like what well, instead he looks like napoleon yeah like, it's, and there's it's like candles weird. lit yeah. like he's at yeah, some mass or it something. was very strange it's in the show it's always just like indoors yeah. For the most part with Ozai. It was at the show had or the movie had too much Ozai. Yes. yes. Agreed. Yeah. You got you had a height. He's actually in the movie way more than he is in season one. Oh, he's so barely in season one. He's like in the last episode and one other, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's just this awesome menacing figure. Yeah. So like the movie had to make like the bigger bad guy other than Zhao. Or for some reason the movie thought they had to do that, <laughs> right. I think. Which plays into more like, is this going to have sequels or not? Yeah. Because, like, if Ozai is going to be present in the sequels, like he is, then you can leave him out like they do in the show. Right. But the movie's trying to play this middle ground again. Yeah. So they bring in Ozai. Like, they weren't sure if they were going to have a second one. Yeah. Totally unnecessary. <laughs> Should have just kept it with Zhao as the main bad guy. Um, Another thing, though, I thought was done well is I liked the warships. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought they were cool. They were really cool. Those yeah. were really nice. And they, like, looked like the actual warships yeah. in the, in that the show. Yeah, good job. Um, And then one of, well, hmm. I like the costuming too and the score. Mm-hmm. I thought the music yeah. was cool. With the Blue Spirit, they even like incorporated some of the music from the Blue Spirit episode. I like wondered similar. about that. Yeah. Mm, I didn't notice that. That's mm-hmm. cool. I liked it in the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, th- this might fall under ways they could have <laughs> they could have improved this was there's this little, it's a pretty quick montage. They could have made it longer. That's sort of their traveling from town to town, yeah. starting insurrections. They could have visually seeded like... To a fan of the show, oh, that's the fortune teller village. Like they could have given us yeah. just a little snap of those things because I was watching that carefully, thinking, "All oh, right, like this is okay. This is where they can at least tip their hat to mm-hmm. adventures that people who watch the show would know." We could see the volcano or something, you know, or they could like have had Omashu right, at yeah, some yeah. point there right, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That would have been a better, better way to do that. Yeah, agreed. Anything else? Anything else that went well or almost well? I will <laughs> say, I I thought the prison scene was done that's where i have my best scene in the movie the start of the prison scene where they capture ang 
I thought was pretty true to the original, but like the more it goes on, the worse and worse it gets. I'm sorry, do you opinion. mean the prison break scene? No, or, I'm or sorry. Or the blue spirit? The blue spirit oh, okay. where Aang is captured scene. Yeah. I was going to say no, that the other the prison one is... break scene is horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's probably, it should be on my worst scene, but I put lack of boomy as the worst scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the prison scene, I thought they did okay. I didn't like that they put it in the air temple. Yeah. Yeah. That was strange. Yeah. Especially because the air temple is such a specific location in the show. Yeah. You, I mean, it's okay if they don't spend a lot of time at the air temple, but if they're going to be there, then I want to see Teo and his dad. Like, exactly. Like, they could introduce that or not, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense that it would be there. That it should no. be it should be at a place where the Fire Nation is really strong. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be at a Fire Nation fortress. fortress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the entire scene where Aang is fighting in this like moving door oh, circle. Oh yeah. I mean, they totally added it in just for the action sequence, but it was it was bad in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, especially because it, it it doesn't even work as like a defense thing because those are just these kind of rock things that are hanging there like i'm pretty sure i could just push through that and get to him yes like yeah or just don't go in there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just wait for him to come out i guess so, yeah the ending of the escape from the fortress slash northern air temple got pretty rough yeah i yeah. You're, you're right though i did like when he was in prison and the blue spirit minus the hair was coming yeah. in because they shot it so much like the show exactly. like you saw the helmet mm-hmm. roll down and i was like oh that's really cool yeah i wish they had done a little bit more of giving us giving us a couple shots that were like mm-hmm. oh this is that character yeah. Yeah. we also all liked the intro yeah what that yes. looked like um the actual show intro yeah. um i thought that was fun yeah i i, I because because it was telling you you've seen this you know, if, if you've seen all the episodes, you've seen this 60 times. We're going to make it look like that, except it's going to be a real person. I kind of wish we had Katara speaking over mm-hmm. it in the same way and giving yeah. giving the same. Just do the just do the whole same intro would be really cool. Yeah, agreed. And that's kind of it for me on the good stuff. Do you guys, I, I anything thought, else? I thought you were talking about like the actual like beginning of the movie, not the intro like. No, like the scene. with the red yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I yeah. was about to say no. Like the we title do not screen. Agree I guess. On the beginning <laughs> yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> no, the title sequence. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else? Any any other let's best ju- scenes, Mimi? Or um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I. So so many of them I liked the setting, but I, like the most of the acting was real oh, real dumb the acting was it was not good yeah. i know which is a shame i would say um one of the scenes i liked was um no dialogue was in it so that was helpful uh, yep, that helps. and it's where they're on the cool warship and iroh sipping tea and then you have people fighting in the background i was like okay that oh, like yeah, looks yeah. The, like the an actual one yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah that like looks like an actual scene from the show no one's talking so no one's ruining it so let, let's get to characters then okay so and let's start with the positive okay <laughs> Who worked as a character for you? Who were you like, okay, yeah, that actually lines up with what I think. Or if it's changed, you're like, that was changed in a way that I'm okay with. I think Iroh, the first we see of Iroh, I thought, oh, no, this is a terrible choice. But he plays the character well, I think. Yeah. Well, Hard disagree. Really? I, I. I didn't bring him up in the worst crimes, but Eero is, Eero? to my mind, the worst. The worst. Do they crime. call him Eero. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I I see where you're coming from because I also agree that like 
he, the lines that they chose for him, I'm glad that they chose those. They could have done a light, like a lot better. Like they didn't screw him up dialogue wise as much as they could have. <laughs> um, Rave reviews for <laughs> Avatar okay, movie. Like when you're comparing him to everyone else in this movie, I thought that the Zuko Iro pairing was all right. I thought they were okay together. Yeah, I thought they did okay. I thought they played up his like kind of laid back chi sort of uncle guy mm-hmm. thing yeah i'm um, holding all my shots till we get the worst character yeah. okay so, yeah, so i'm gonna let you guys go like honestly make your case um that's about it for that's my a, you case. know that is about it uh it, yeah that's about it i think I it seemed like the actor that played iro maybe watched an episode yes. of the tv series maybe even a couple maybe even a couple Honestly, the the foot massage reveal I loved because yeah. that that was actually like a deeply Iro moment where at first you think he's just talking, giving advice, and then the camera moves around him yeah. and you realize, oh, uh, you know, he had been telling Zuko like you need to go rest and all this stuff, and then it's like, oh, and he's getting a foot massage during this. Like yeah. that that was very Iro, and I, I appreciated that. And for a movie where there is no lighthearted moment at all in the whole movie all the actors are serious they're stripped of any humor they're stripped of you know it's like he is the only one that at least feels kind of neutral which is nice compared to like everyone else being angsty yeah Yeah. you keep waiting for him to become evil and he doesn't yeah um which i guess when i think about the show i kind of felt that way about ira at first it's like well he's on the bad guy team so he's so that is effective um I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up another crime that we didn't mention, maybe because it's it's so big you you forget to mention it. But like what you just said, there is no joy in oh, this yeah. film. Oh yeah. Um, I hate I hated every time like kind of every time Ang is on the screen because <laughs> he's not a good actor. No. He's boring to watch and 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 there is no no joy. I mean, the show tells us that Ang brings us hope, but it also tells us that Ang brings us fun. And there's nothing fun about Ang. We're yeah, hopeful, really. Right. This, yeah. That right. Oh, that like, kid was rough. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I need to say this till worst characters. Because so, okay, but one more. Any character, other good characters? I think did all right was Yue, yeah. mostly because she has no personality in the show itself. So well, it's like you don't really have much to go off of. Yeah, yeah, she she was an A plus for me. She looked the part. She was kind of boring in there. Well, so. In the show, I felt she was possibly the weakest character yeah. of like the actual anime show. And then in the movie, her the actor that plays her like does the same thing. She's pretty weak, but it fits. Yep, it yeah, fits the show. And truly, compared to the other acting, like she was all right. Yeah, she, she was, like she right. actually did yeah. pretty well she, yeah. for what she was given. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, I have her as my witch character. Was the closest to yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got excited because I because until we got to the North Pole, I'm like, I, there's nobody here who I would give this to. And then I saw her, and that, when I first looked at her, I'm like, she actually kind of looks like her. Yeah. yeah. And then you're right, the affectation is about yeah. right, and yeah, it's not a character you're particularly excited about, but she gets out of the way and dies, and you're yeah. like, good. Like if I had to award anybody in this movie an Oscar, <laughs> it would probably be her. Or John Noble, who just had his voice over the dragon. <laughs> why did they kill her dad in this movie? Oh, like why? I is think he- they needed to. I think they wanted to make the. This is a weird sentence. I'm going to say they wanted to make the politics of the North Pole a little cleaner. Okay. They wanted to make her the leader yeah. instead of the daughter of the leader, because then it, she seems less significant. Maybe then, right? And Paku, huh. like. Paku didn't have any kind of political stuff either. Like they just, I mean, they. I think that right. the whole idea was like simplify. <laughs> well, actually, Paku, Paku takes. It's like they split the dad, 
responsibility yeah. in half because Paku is sort of the army leader. Right. And if you think about it in the show, her dad, the, the chief or king or whatever they call him, he's the one who's talking to the people about preparing for war and things like that. So yeah. they gave that to Paku. They gave the sort of royal leadership to, to UA. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Worst character. Sokka. <laughs> I, every time he came on the screen, I just had it like a, I wanted to physically harm him. He is so annoying, angry all the time. Like there's, mm-hmm. there was like attempts at humor, but the actor just, it was so flat. It was like he was reading. Yeah. It was a wet board yeah. just <laughs> on the screen. I will say, I will say, I think as a role, Sokka is a really hard role to get right. Right. But he didn't do it. He didn't no. come anywhere near it. I mean, his hair. His hair was close. <laughs> I wanted even the hair shorter on the sides. Same. Same. All right. See, yeah. I, thought, I saw the hair. I was like, all right, we got Soka. Yeah. And I'm. you know what? I'm not going to throw under the bus the costuming and hair people because I feel like they actually did pretty well. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. You know, yeah. like the design was all... It yeah. was really actually yeah. cool and interesting. Yeah. But he... Man, you could have put the best actors in that movie and he still would have been a wet board. I'm yeah. yeah. Um... And you're right, though. He's like Sokka is the most cartoonish character, I think, in Avatar. So, like, you can't, like, but, yeah, that's but in that way, it's the hardest role, but it also should be the best role. Right. And he, that guy, did nothing with it. And I'm, you know, I don't want to just crap on this guy, but I'm going to say his name. His name is Jackson Rathbone. I know you can all find that anyway. I feel like I'm outing him as being a terrible actor. He uh, was born in 1984. So, when this film came out, oh. he was 26, playing a 16 year old, 15 year old. He came on the screen and I was like, this man is my age. Yeah. This is super weird. And um, the actor is also in Twilight, also known as kind of ruining the character he played. So, oh, really? Oh, no. yeah. okay. oh, that's just sad. And that's now. Twilight, too. So it's like the bar is low. Well, I'm going to say the, the writing in this movie was really bad, too. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like actors need to be able to do something with the writing, but it just right. wasn't there. There's only so yeah. many times you can say, hi, my name is Ong. Yeah. And like... Make yeah. it interesting. Yeah. Why did they not? I mean, maybe it's because, and again, I realize, I realize I am talking about a child when I say this, but that dude was joyless. Oh, yeah. And, and maybe that's why they didn't have him on the, like, air scooter thing. But, like, mm. why could we not get one of those? Him laugh. Think of one of the sounds I think of with the show Avatar The Last Airbender is the sound of Aang laughing. Yep. This is not a child who laughs. The, yeah. No, not at all. The first smile that I clocked was at the end. Katara smiles. Oh, oh yeah, like when they're yeah, and I it looks unnatural. Too. How did you feel about Katara? Oh, I oh. I would put her as probably my worst character. I think. Yeah, she was Not nothing. She was nothing. It. I yeah. mean, they yeah. stripped her of everything that yeah. the show made her to be. Yeah, I don't know that that's the actress's fault though. No, I don't no. think it is. Yeah, I think she was fine. I thought mm-hmm. like her line delivery is, she was holding the weight of the Aang gang mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they didn't give her anything. Okay, so now I'm going to get to mine, which is <laughs> I can't take skinny Iroh. Oh, like yeah, like yeah. part a huge part of the character of Iroh is he is this old, yeah, powerful person who has gone to pasture. Yeah, right, and now he is this like very calm, very calming um, person, and instead it, it's sort of like. Um, With the exception of Thomas Aquinas and David Hume, the, the joke is that there are no fat philosophers, right? Because, like, there's this intensity that makes you thin and ropey, right? And it's like, 
Iroh does not have that intensity, but they, so you have to cast somebody who looks like, who, A, who you would maybe um, underestimate, mm. yeah. you know, and B, who looks like they are relaxing. Plus, the best voice in the cartoon is the voice of Iroh. Yeah. Those, there's a very particular way that that, that guy has of talking, yep. the way he has of pronouncing things. Um, if they had gotten Iroh right and everything else was the way it was, this movie would be exponentially better. Yeah. Like, and it's not even that big of a part, but like you'd get excited every time Iroh came on. Instead, he looks like an old version of Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. And it's like, that's not Iroh. That's got yeah. nothing to do with Iroh. Yeah, I agree. I almost wish they just had the voice actor come on and like... <laughs> yeah. And like... At least the voice would be right. Yes, exactly. And like, d- that's better than what we got. But... Yeah, yeah the weight discrepancy was... Yeah. That's like when I first saw him, that's where I was like, no way, this is terrible. Yeah, because he's on the screen and standing next to Zuko and you're like, I don't know who this person is. And then he calls him uncle and we were all like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, part of watching the movie is like seeing the characters on the screen and then mm-hmm. like quick thinking, who is this person supposed to be from the yeah, show? Yeah, right, like Haru, right. who's like six years old. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will say, um, Dev Patel's not bad. No, he's not. No, I think he plays it well. He yeah. did all right too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, you know, I, he's one where I I blame the storytelling a little yep. bit, but you could tell he's probably the most one of the more talented people on the cast. Yes. Um, he got some of the uh, some of the Zuko energy right. Yeah. Yep. Um, if he had had a great Iroh, that would have been their scenes would have been so much better too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he did okay. Um, and I also just like him too. So maybe I'm like yeah. <laughs> looking for a reason. But I think the reason you like him is he's a good actor. Yeah. You know, so so you have you have somebody who you can tell is, I mean, in hindsight, overqualified to be in this movie, <laughs> you know, and but not given much to work with. I need to ask sort of a special category here. How did you feel about Appa? Appa. Appa. <laughs> <laughs> See, this movie's in my head now. Appa and Momo. Nothing. I felt nothing. Yeah, there's a lot of nothing there. I mean, Oppo's scary. Did they give us Momo's name until like way into the movie? He gets he gets called Momo, but I, they never like it's introduce like, him as Momo. Yeah. yeah, I think he gets called Momo at the Spirit Oasis. Yes. yes okay. Yes, yes. Like who? Um, no, they they did them dirty the whole movie. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Appa looks scary. <laughs> yeah. They like obviously didn't put his face in there much because spooky. Which is too bad because the CGI on the ships and like what we talked yeah. about with yeah. all the scenery was beautiful. And then I, Appa, they just. Yeah. I think they tried to make him look too harsh. Like everything yeah. in this movie, there can't be softness. There can't be like. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Happy. Yeah. Appa is like a objectively cute creature in the right. show yeah. and, and this Momo movie too. had nothing cute yeah yeah i feel like his body was okay but you're right the face is yeah. is m- kind of monstrous and no yeah. character at all like the animal there's hardly any animals and like they don't really have any purpose really i mean he truly is we talk about him as like millennium falcon yeah he's just a ship he's really. just a ship yeah, yeah. <laughs> and momo's like just there i don't know what momo did the whole time you you actually don't need they could have just cut momo out of this yeah, it, yeah. it would have been just fine do yep. we even see appa flying the gang around very much i don't think they do a ton of we it. see him swimming up to the northern <laughs> right water tribe is that how the show went no they were flying they really fly. low yeah because remember yeah. they talk about why are they flying so low because they're looking for the city yeah. they do end, end up in the water because i think they get 
bombarded kind of by the yeah. tribe. But. Yeah, because they shoot the ice up at him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. And that may have been a cost thing. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Well, yeah, <sighs> that's too bad. I mean, a lot of it goes back to they had 90 minutes to do this yeah. sort of thing. But yeah, in the show, Appa's given a lot of character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the movie just. We don't even really get an Appa comes and saves the day scene. No. Which no. happens a lot in the in the show. And they easily could have had him, even in in the that last battle, had a scene where he saves someone yeah. or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Last question. <laughs> um, we are going to take it as a given that making live action Avatar is a good idea. Because, yeah. well, let's start with that. <laughs> yes or no. Is the prospect of live action Avatar something that interests you? No. Okay. Not at all. After seeing this movie, no. But Before seeing this movie, I if you if you heard if you heard that um, that they were gonna that Netflix was gonna pour, let's say two hundred million, like a lot of money into a, an Avatar trilogy um, miniseries, where maybe they do two movie length episodes per book, so you're mm-hmm. gonna get six total. They're they're really gonna pour the money into it. And they're really going to get it right. And they bring in the original show creators. You got John O'Brien there nice. on the writing team. <laughs> there we right? go. Uh, you, without seeing a frame of it, are you interested? That's, the, that's my question. I wouldn't ask for it, but I would watch it. Sure. Yeah, I don't. So part of me, I don't understand the whole making cartoon movies into live action. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a huge push for that in the past year or two. And none of those have interested me at all. Right. Disney's been doing a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is it like a Western thing to do that? Where it's like, I feel like. It's like, it's a, honestly, it's a capitalist thing to do (laughs) because you have a property that's already familiar and you can't just re-release it and you don't, you can't improve on the story. So what you do instead is we're going to tell you the exact same story, but we're going to use technology to make it seem like it's something new and something essential. Uh, That's my, that's my read. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. It's it's a very pessimistic viewpoint, but that's all it really seems to be is a cash grab. Okay. So, so, so let's take that as given. Okay. Now you are put on the team to help get it right. What? So we don't even need to fix this movie because this is probably unfixable. Yeah. Right. I mean, start over. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm proposing. Start over. What would be the things you would would be at the top of your list to say? Here's what we need to do to get it right. Well, there were no turtle seals in the movie. Uh, true, I noted that. That was one of my favorite animals in the show. So right off the bat, we need turtle turtle seals. seals. Okay. I would say just in general, uh, this besides Momo and and Appa, this sort of eschews animals entirely. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does not do a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a bear platypus in there. No, exactly. You got to have the bear. There's so many scenes now from the show that I'm like, oh, yeah, that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Shame. Yep. All right. So we have animals on our list. We need to we need yeah. to, to do that better, including doing Momo and Appa. Yes, that can fall. With respect, yeah. yeah. One of my things for how this movie could be fixed was to make it a silent film <laughs> and just have no dialogue because I think it would play better. But if we're just starting from scratch. Yeah, we're starting from scratch. Oh, man. Um, add on an hour. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, we, we've already done that. I'm, okay, giving you, okay. I'm giving you four hours per book. So oh, sort of oh, like, sure. yeah, yeah we're, okay. we're making my Netflix. And we here. have a big budget. Yep. You have money is no object. Man, we need Boomy. Well, for sure. Yeah. We need Boomy. And more, more of those kind of like 
seemingly tertiary tertiary characters to be present yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I think even tipping the cap to them, even if yeah. you're not going to do a full yeah. scene there, like there's ways to do that. Because what you don't get the sense of is at the end, you get the sense of, you know, the they want they want you to be their avatar. Mm-hmm. But you don't get the sense of that they are collecting allies as they go, which is what season one is all about, yeah, right? right? Um, I'd want a map somewhere. <laughs> I'd want to see what this world actually is instead of just like jumping from from like biome to biome. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. There was a lot of that. <laughs> Didn't the did the grandmother have a map at the beginning? Oh, Didn't maybe. We see a map oh man, I was or... like just zoning. I remember <laughs> seeing one. I feel like she took out a map, which is weird. That is weird. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess they did that, but maybe don't make it so boring when you have the map yeah, on the screen. Yeah, that could be. Like, maybe the opening credit could be, like, going through the map, you know? Kind of like the show oh, does. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. You do see yeah, a map. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. So That would be kind of nice to start out and, like, already world mm-hmm. build. Yeah, I mean, that's it's it's the it is the opening of Game of Thrones, right? That's what Game of Thrones did, which I have a feeling they stole from Avatar because Avatar came first. But there's a lot of similarities between those openings. Huh. Never seen it. I want more time in the spirit world. Oh, like yeah. maybe even more than the show. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I think you got to be careful with that, though. Yeah. If we do it, I want I want it to be not just like mystical and and empty but like like co i like like yeah. let's yeah. let's like really do it if That's we're gonna do it yeah. on mine like the lack of co in the movie co is like one of the most interesting characters oh, we yeah. get mm-hmm. for sure yeah, he's an awesome like neutral actually, evil villain yeah. yeah i actually really like all of his scenes even though yeah. they're terrifying yeah yeah i mean what what this lacked that i, I think we would need to I mean, if if I if, if the writers were going to come in, the people making this, and I had a whiteboard and I could write things at the top, would be world building. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this has to be about building this world mm-hmm. out, and that includes the spirit world, that includes the mythology, culture, and representation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I and I actually think the tension between, um, sort of, for lack of better words, mysticism and science. That that like when they first introduced that into the show, I was like, really? But now I'm like, that's actually like a core element yeah. to the yeah. show. We've had enough places where those things because I think some of the big questions it asks. That's actually another interesting thing is this movie asks no questions. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Where the show asks is constantly asking big, big questions. Right. Yeah, which is pretty wild to think that like the kids show Mm-hmm. Yeah. did that so much better than yeah. this movie. And this like adult version that yeah. they tried to create yep. couldn't do that. Oh, another crime. Sorry, I, I just this one just <laughs> no, came to me. they're always coming. Yeah. <laughs> so they, how dare they show the statue of Kyoshi, but that was oh, it. Yeah. And it's only surrounded by dudes. And yep. it's like, yeah, what? there were no women. There were no women. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no Suki? What, yeah. what is that? No Kyoshi yeah. Warriors. Right. Like, that's that's another thing. That, like that and Ko, I think those are some of the most compelling parts of the first season. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. just, yeah, yeah, don't have them. Um, Anything else you would add to your list? Um, I would put a woman writer on the team. I'm just assuming there aren't really many. <laughs> so I would do that. Um, but just one though, right? <laughs> at least one. Come on. No, I'm sure there were. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, actually don't know. I just think there could have been a little more. Maybe uh, some fans of the show would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um 
Hmm. I think that what, so they start out the show and they have like the title sequence and then they have like kind of the Star Wars text rolling up the screen. Mm -hmm. I get that they tried to create some story before we get started, but then they didn't include crucial elements until like the end. And in an hour and a half, like in the show that works, right? Because you have Mm -hmm. so many episodes in an hour and a half, you can't really just leave a bunch of stuff towards the end. You have to like build that at the start. So I think that there would need to be a lot more explanation of like the history of the avatar in the start. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In an interesting way and not in text rolling up the screen. Right. Right. Because that's pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. Like Star Wars can pull it off and I think that's it. Well, and in truth, in Star Wars, that stuff sets it up, but it's really not that important. Yeah. I mean, the the actual text role is like talking about other stuff. It's just not, yeah, you you could skip it and you'd be okay. Right. Right. I don't know. Anything else? I think uh, this, the movie spends a lot of time on like the battle scenes, I felt like in the fight scenes. Yep. And that was really leaving out so much more important information that could be happening. Mm-hmm. So. That's a great point, Mike. I actually would love, well, I don't ever want to see this again. But if I do, <laughs> I, I want to go through and, and time it and see how much time do we yeah. spend yeah. with people fighting and like what could we have done instead? Because that's one of the things the show is pretty good at, which is um, because we take so many notes when we watch it, I'm always aware of like, oh, it's a battle scene. I don't have to write as much because like I don't care. Like, that, you know, like all I need to know is what the result of this was. But the show doesn't spend too no. much time on that stuff unless it's plot relevant, yep. like how the battle goes. Yep. If it's about Aang's not not willing to fight back, like that's then you need to stretch it out a little bit because you need to see him pushed. Yeah. But yeah, I like and and if you're gonna do battle scenes, like y- they got to be exciting and mm-hmm. not slow, weird, musicless yeah. dance numbers. I also think along with that, it would be interesting to have like a super cut or like just an edited version of just <laughs> taking out all of those scenes, all of the action scenes and seeing what depth there is in like the rest of the story. So like, for instance, I watched this great clip of um, Star Wars where they only had from the first three movies, mm-hmm. um, one through three, they only had the Senate <laughs> and they're... <laughs> It is so funny (laughs) to hear them say random vague things about the, is it the Galactic Senate? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny where I would almost want a version of that to be like, oh, yeah, okay, they didn't build anything. They didn't create any depth at all. They said water is flowing. Okay, cool. Yeah, we know that. (laughs) <laughs> like, don't be sad about genocide. All right, I think he can be, yeah, you know? Yeah, Well, that would, yeah, I found that, like, throughout the entire movie, I'd spent some time being like, okay, all of this is wasted time. Yeah. That we should have put somewhere else where Aang notices and learns about the genocide of his people. It's like 10 seconds in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have at least, you know, three hours of people dancing around, moving stuff slowly. Or Ozai and Zhao, like, planning things. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. those scenes. So much wasted potential. Yeah, and you're right, Mike. There's too much Ozai because we could have just seen Zhao competing for Ozai's attention without Ozai being there. Yeah, Yeah, that's what they did in the show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it is interesting. Yeah, they got it right in the original text and then they, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to think of like anything the movie changed that was for the positive. (laughs) Yeah. True, yeah. I can't. I mean, other than, like, just trying to cram it all into an yeah. hour and a half. But, oh, yeah. but that wasn't positive either. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. 
I think true fans of the show would be like, yeah, we want five hours of this. You know, like we want to, like you're saying, yeah. like to have a mini series would be much better. Because yeah, I'm I'm on board with the idea of it, um, but the execution was, was terrible. So um, do you know what the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie oh, is? Man. Oh, boy. I'm always under guessing. I'm so, same. 40? All right. Since I always under guess, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 60. You're both high. Oh, really I'm going to give you another guess. Thank goodness. Okay, good, good, wow. good. Um, uh, 12. 20. You're both high. Whoa. Oh my gosh. It's single digit? Seven. Wow, man. I'm four. Five. Dang. <laughs> Absolutely yes. needs wow. that score. And what's interesting is the audience score is 30%, which is really low for an audience score. Yeah. Very often, critics will be like, this is dumb, but like yeah. people liked it. People didn't like Nobody liked it. Which, which is why we're a decade later and uh, well, yeah, a decade later and there is no second one of these. Yeah. Right. And it was clearly intended to be another one of these. I feel bad for the girl who plays Azula because she, yeah. ca- she probably got cast thinking, I'm not really in this, but when they make the second one, I'm yeah. going to be all over it. Yep. Said she got one line. And it was a weird line yes. in the movie. That I do, Father. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, she only married? ever hear that in a marriage ceremony. So that was very strange. Yeah. I feel bad for her. She could have been good, you know? I mean, she didn't like have a good any... actress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I do. I, I think what I would rather have is... So they have Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. I would rather have, if we had all that budget, if Netflix had all, you know, the writers back in, I would much rather have just more of the animated, like, like building out, mm-hmm. having all other stories, oh, yeah. maybe going back and like uh, having something on Kiyoshi would be super interesting. That was my question. Forward or backward? If you, if you could make an animated, if you could be in charge of making an animated show, would you go forward or backward in time? Korra goes forward, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd go back because... Some of the spirits, they talk about being really old. Like, Ko is mm-hmm. one of the oldest spirits. It'd be super interesting to be back, like, and to have those spirits kind of in the past. Yeah. Part of me likes the 100-year mystery mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. happened before Aang. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd Well, you also have that. the problem, and this is a Star Wars problem, of plot armor. Where it's like, well, you know it can't get that bad because we know what happens in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're doing things in the future, you can... You can blow the world up. You can right. do anything. Right. You know, like like that's I, there there are certain limitations. The world has a kind of plot armor. I guess maybe I'd want Iroh's story. So not even maybe oh, a, an yeah. avatar based one, but Iroh at Bossing Say and all the history. Although that may be a version of Iroh you're not excited to see too. Yeah. yeah. But it would be interesting. It'd be good. Yeah, yeah. it'd be real good. Yeah. Uh last question, because I know that um that we have talked at times about video games. Um, I still, I think there are Avatar video games. They I don't think any be. of them are very good. Um, no, they must not be. But but that's the thing. Since since this is our Christmas episode, that's the thing I would put on my Christmas list is mm. I would love a good open world kind of Avatar. It doesn't need to be this story, but like set in a world with benders. And um, maybe you're looking for the Avatar, not in a like malicious Zuko kind of way, but you need to find them. And, you know, and it could be like, it could have a very like open world Zelda feel to it. Would that oh, not be a great game? I would totally yeah, play that. Yeah, that sounds pretty, there's Star Wars versions of that. Yeah. And like when you, and when you, good. when you start, you create your character yep. and you pick the, the nation or tribe oh, you're from. Yeah. And like, how cool would that be? That'd, That'd be dope. Cool. Be like the Sims, but. <laughs> well, 
Maybe. Okay, well, that would be my version of the game. Sure, there you go. <laughs> Who would like a social game in the world of Avatar? <laughs> I would so be on that and buy all the expansions. Yeah, EA's gotcha. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Mike, Annie, uh, thank you so much yeah. uh, for joining me in watching this i think i kind of pushed us to watch this so i'm glad that you oh, oh i was pushing yeah mike's been talking about yeah. this forever since right. you guys started the podcast i was saying we're doing this movie yeah yeah so yeah. when we finish season two i am going to film uh my own version of book two of this <laughs> sounds so good you can cast yourself in any role you want Ooh, hmm. would i be so think about well i don't know all the season two characters so that's yeah. true yeah, true you know we'll you, wait. you gotta wait on that um for those of you listening i hope you have a Merry Christmas. This is a very strange Christmas Happy episode. Holidays. Um, we are a little bit quieter on the network this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're giving, giving everybody some time off here. We are going to drop a big episode on the 31st, on New Year's Eve day. Um, we have some big things in the works. So, uh, so be looking for that. And then as we roll into 2021, uh, lots of great stuff on the horizon. So for all of us at Channel 3900, we hope you have the merriest of Christmas and the happiest of holidays. 